Hello everyone and welcome to Unfiltered America. I am your host, Kara Sully, and thank you so much for clicking on my podcast. I hope you enjoy. Today I'm focusing on the Electoral College, which includes a full explanation of how it came about, a breakdown of what it actually is, and how it affects the election process. Okay, let's get to it. Way back in 1787, when the Founding Fathers decided to scrap the Articles of Confederation and start fresh with the U.S. Constitution, they added this confusing bit of information into the election process called the Electoral College. It actually worked out pretty great for the first three elections, but once we got to the election of 1800, everything kind of broke loose when Thomas Jefferson and Aaron Burr each received 73 electoral votes. Anyway, this fiasco led to the creation of the Twelfth Amendment, which was put into effect in 1804. The amendment clarified that each electorate has one vote for president and one vote for vice president, instead of two votes for president, which was the problem in 1800. But what do people actually mean when they talk about this electoral college thing? So, to break this down, each state has two senators and a varying number of representatives, depending on the population. For example, California has the largest population in the United States right now, and has a total of 53 representatives, along with the customary two senators, which means that they will have 55 electoral votes. In Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution, it says, a number of electors equal to the whole number of senators and representatives to which the state may be entitled in the Congress. So whatever your state's number of representatives plus the number of senators is the number of electoral votes that your state gets. The Constitution also says that representatives, senators, or people holding an office of trust or profit under the United States cannot be electors, which basically means they can't be part of the Electoral College. Okay, so now that we have the base work laid down, we can dig a little deeper into this. Each state gets to decide the way they choose their electorates, and each party in that state has to follow those rules set by the state. For example, let's go back to California. The Republican Party of California chooses 55 people to be electors, and the Democratic Party of California chooses 55 people to be electors. As California is generally seen as a very blue state, the votes would allow the Democrats' chosen 55 electors to cast their votes as part of the Electoral College. So when citizens vote in the election, what we are essentially doing is voting for what side of the electors we want to end up voting. Yes, you are still voting for whoever you want to get elected in a sense, but whichever side gets more votes in a particular state is the side that chooses the electors. These electors very rarely vote for someone other than who they've already promised to vote for, which is why when we see the electoral map, the candidate that won that state gets all the votes from that state. The electoral college is very important to the election process because it allows all states to have a voice in the election process. If the electoral college were to be abolished, then the states with the largest populations would be the only states that mattered in the election. Lower population states like Rhode Island, Alaska, Ohio, South Dakota, 
and many others would have essentially no say. The states that would decide the election would be California, Texas, Florida, and probably New York. All the other states wouldn't have a candidate come and campaign to try and win their votes because the only states that matter are the states with the most people. This is why we need the Electoral College, or else the power will be in the hands of very few states instead of all states having a say. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Unfiltered America, which is a podcast to help better explain American history, politics, and the importance these both have on keeping America the beautiful, free country we all love. So, to keep getting more updates from this podcast, hit the subscribe button and share with your friends and family. Also, go follow my podcast page on Instagram, tap the search bar, and type in underscore unfiltered underscore America underscore. Last but not least, please leave a review about this episode. I would love to hear what you have to say. Thank you. Have a wonderful rest of your day.